0: We are going higher, everyone. Welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Biachetti with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and uh, we've got Dewan Bennett with us, too. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Jerry, Marie, Dewan, you ready?
3: We're <laughs> ready. 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 I'm All right. always ready. I stay ready, Bern. All right,
0: I like that attitude. I go get him, boy. I believe that. All right, no, I know. I love this guy. You guys, you're in for a treat. If you're, if it's your first night time listening to Dewan Bennett, he is a licensed professional counselor with two master's degrees and over 14 years of counseling experience. He currently has his own practice. You got one live. I like that part of our opening. <laughs> his own practice, Dewan Bennett Counseling. He brings out the silliness in me, uh, but Dewan Bennett Counseling and. Dallas, Texas. He believes, as I do, that the key to mental and behavioral success is the ability to master self-awareness, grasshopper, and emotional control. You can find Dewan on Instagram at d.bennett underscore counseling, uh, or his website, dbennettcounseling.com, and that's two N's and two T's, dbennettcounseling.com. Dewan, how are you doing t- on this wonderful day?
3: Thursday. Burn. I am fine. Other than me locking myself out of my office, a oh. million times For the million time. I, I am doing great. I, I was able to get in like four minutes ago. so yeah. it, it worked itself out.
2: Did it require a crowbar?
3: It, it, it did not require a crowbar, but you know, I, I'm a little cautious about walking around uh, this next nice, nice Preston Wood area.
0: Ooh, uh, yeah' am pressing
3: hollow area with a crowbar. So
0: <laughs> that's I, I fair. A credit card. To- that's you know, fair.
1: Still, you know, still open doors with credit card.
0: And, and you're black. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, you know. You better be careful. one of the reasons why
3: I, <laughs> I'm not doing it. But I usually just kind of just stop the building and find like a maintenance person or somebody that can, uh, that can let me in. Because I usually lock my keys inside of my office.
0: So how do you do that? How do you no do problem. that? And what can we do to prevent it? Do you have like an extra set of keys you can leave somewhere, or what?
3: Byrne, I've done so many things. One of the doctors <laughs> here in, in the office with me, they got me like a key ring that I can wrap around my wrist. And it's just, <laughs> it's just absent-minded. I, it's usually me going to the bathroom or something. I, you know, we have the double locks where people can't access uh, back into our offices. So oh, I'll just okay. walk out mindlessly and then realize. Oh. <laughs> I just block myself out, so, yeah. Oh, gosh, so it's no. So just me being mindless.
0: Yeah, no, I and mean, we all do it. I was in the laundry room earlier, and I was in there going, what am I in here for? <laughs>
2: <laughs> laundry? No, laundry.
0: it was... A- it was a puppy pad, but I was uh. like okay I'm in here and I was and I was very determined like I walked in there and then I would like my mind went completely mindless it went p- blank and so it, it does that I have to tell you I have to share a funny story with you that just I haven't thought about this in years but my sister um my one of, there was three of us Franny Bernie Annie and we were all real close in age and my sister Annie and I used to we, we didn't we didn't we didn't get along very well we were so like, like, like a Irish 70 twins. sitcom family I know no I know and and my father would go Franny I'm Oh, yeah, yeah. And my dad, yeah, I'm sure, I don't know how many siblings you guys have, but my father always had to go through at least two names to get to the one that he really wanted with the, with the eight children that we had living under one roof. Fred,
2: Bert, <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> don't you lie to me. I'll find out who you are.
0: So I could I could get really, um, my sister and I used to, we used to really fight. And one time, well, there's two times. The first story I was going to share with you is we had these French doors at the bottom of our staircase and then at the top. And a big old, you know, like a three-story, uh, old-school New York home, right? I don't know when it was built, but it was a really cool house. And it had three stories. It had two kitchens, one which we utilized for a Uh, for a laundry room and one for the real kitchen. But it was just a really cool house. And anyway, um, my sister used to lock me out of the tops of the stairs, so I couldn't get in when when we would fight, and I'd chase her up the stairs, and she'd lock me out. So I tricked her. Classic sister move. Classic sister move. And then one time I remember... I'm jumping all over the place here because these—they really are fond memories. Uh, but one time, I kicked the the door—not the front door, but the door to our bedroom that we shared. That I had a line down the middle of the room so she couldn't step on my side, because <laughs> she was she was real uh, sloppy and I was real clean, and I, she used to annoy the hell out of me. And so anyway. I, I I and it was a cheap door and I kicked my foot. I was kicking so hard I put my foot right through the door. And my father was at the bottom of the stairs and he's like, What the hell is going on up there? <laughs> 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 but the, what I was gonna tell you about about getting in somewhere when a door is locked, and I know you can't do this, but there was there was uh there was one two three four four times three twelve panels okay and they were like a foot by a foot um and this was an older home so th- th- you know everything was bigger back then you know they didn't they had bigger homes and uh, anyway I removed the glass from the the bottom uh uh left hand side of the of the paint of the door so that if my sister locked me out cuz i was so little and skinny back then i would squiggle through the door i would put one <laughs> arm in first then get my shoulder through and then put the other arm through and i would get my whole body through that one frame of glass oh my god and i scared the bejesus out of her too when i did it the first time oh. and- <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love that. That's the that Y'all, the Key, though, Byrne said yeah. that she had a line drawn through the room. To her side, to her so Byrne learned, Byrne learned boundaries early. Like, real early in life, she was practicing healthy boundaries. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. We used to joke with her. I would say, hey, don't leave your door open. You'll let the pigs out, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> she was just a slob and i'm real neat and i admit it i'm a little ocd i mean i'm not like uh i'm not like uh that character that was in that com- that uh famous play the odd couple which turned into a television show with felix yeah felix i wasn't as bad as felix but uh but yeah i like a clean in area and she didn't but to get back to how you got locked out of your office so what do you what gosh we got to find a way to uh to uh to i don't know fix that somehow right
3: burn I, I i'm going to probably get me one of those um locks where it has like a digital panel where i can just like put in the numbers oh, right. or the fingerprints mm. I'm, we're gonna have to get some of those because that said there's there's been plenty of times burn well it's it's been late at night like eight or nine o'clock and i've went to the bathroom getting ready to leave realized i've left all my keys including my car keys in my oh, no. and my office, had to uber home my wife's uh, like why did you uber home where's your car i'm like it's in the office. It's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Up well,
2: you here know. At, uh, at iHeart, we have mag locks on the doors. So we have a key card. Mm. And I used to put, I saw a guy, he was like, he kept it in his wallet. And I was like, oh, that's a fantastic idea. So, you know, I put it in my yeah. wallet and you just pull it out of your pocket, you put it over the mag lock and it opened the door. And then I started coming into work, you know, with other stuff in my hands and everything would get thrown on my desk. I would leave my wallet. I would do something yep. similar, go out, and then I was locked outside of the mag lock. So... Yep. I got a chain wallet, which was a really cool fashion accessory that I'd never thought about getting before, and now I'll never go back. But that's why huh. I got the chain wallet, is so that I could put the the, the the key card up to it in my wallet and then just drop the wallet and it would dangle, and I didn't have to worry about futzing with it to get it back into my uh, yeah. pocket.
0: Well, you know, yeah, we all walk around that's a, good a little. Idea. Yeah, it is a good idea. Do you think we all walk around a little bit mindless? I know I left my wallet at, at Nordstrom a couple of weeks ago. I went to go get a salad to go while well, I was in there. I forget what I was going in for. But uh, yeah, and I left my wallet. But I had the little Apple ID th- disky thing inside of it. So I got on my uh, iPhone, and I was immediately able to track it and see where it was. And I, I've never walked so fast in my life. <laughs> I was nearly <laughs> running to the mall to get back there. But, you know, they put it in uh, They put it in the safe. And it was so, you know, Nordstrom did the right thing. But, you uh, know. Yeah, we all are mindless a little bit right now. I'm losing stuff all the time. So why is that? I mean, you have an excuse. You have a job where you're you're listening to some pretty intense stuff hour after hour, day after day. You think that has something to do with it?
3: Well, I think. I mean, I think whether it's my job or somebody who's an accountant or somebody who's doing ready or in compliance, I think we all kind of wake up on autopilot. We kind of wake up. We start our routine. You know, we shower, bathe, wash ourselves. We do those normal things. So I think a lot of what we do is kind of mindless. And I think sometimes when we need to take that extra step, because it's not part of our routine conditioned autopilot, that we do find ourselves forgetting things or losing things. I, I can imagine, you know, women carry a lot of things in their purses. Well, I guess mm-hmm. men have purses as well, but
2: I people carry a, a lot of
3: things in in their, in their purses. And I can just imagine the fear I would have of losing or leaving my purse with my whole life in it. Cause I would be the person who would lose and leave that purse everywhere.
0: Yeah. You know, um, I've had my car uh, broken into. I've lost my, have had my purse stolen. Uh, and so, you know, a police officer told me a long time ago, the first time um, that my car was broken into, and I don't even want to go into all of it, but they, they got my bank account. They were going from one Chase Bank to the next, to the next, to the next, tra- getting, pulling out 5000 5000 5000 out of this one account. And, and it's a long story. Um, they did catch them, but then they never prosecuted them because it was, as the police officer told me, it's a, it's a. Campaign year and DFW. I think it was D. It was. I think it was Fort Worth. It was one of the cities over there in the DFW area, but over at Fort Worth, and they wanted to keep the crime rate low, so it never got reported. And the the bank just, you know, they have that insurance to cover those kind of losses and stuff like that. And it's just really crazy. But now I forgot what I was going to tell you. There was another story I was going to tell you, but (laughs) you forgot. I forgot. I forgot. (laughs) See that? I'm mindless. All right. (laughs) I'm looking at the clock. <laughs> always fun with Dewan. Love having you on the show. Everyone, more coming up with Dewan Bennett. We're going to be talking about working from home and depression. So stay tuned. You're listening to One Life Radio. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at oneliferadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, barricade. <laughs> Hey everyone, I have to share a story about how amazing TerraFlora Advanced Care is for gut health. So my friend Liz contracted a debilitating intestinal bacterial infection about a month ago. Her doctor told her she could have died if left untreated. He prescribed a strong antibiotic that treated her infection, but unfortunately left her with terrible stomach bloating along with other intestinal issues. I recommended that she take TerraFlora Advanced Care to help her replenish the good gut bacteria lost by taking the antibiotic. Attics. Liz said she could tell the difference in her gut immediately after taking the advanced care. Her stomach bloating went away and she could feel her gut working the way it's supposed to. She says Terraflora advanced care has been a game changer and she won't go without it. I hear stories like this all the time about Terraflora Advanced Care and all the Terraflora probiotics. I have been taking them for years myself, and I encourage everyone to visit EnviroMedica.com to see their full line of probiotics and find the one that's right for you. That's EnviroMedica.com. Back with more positivity
2: pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio.
0: You're going back in time there, Jerry, with that one. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I am. We're doing oldies today. Oldies. All right, everyone. Welcome back to One Life Radio. Oh gosh. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Dewan Bennett. Uh, he is a licensed professional counselor with two master's degrees and over 14 years of counseling experience. He currently has his own practice in, uh, here in Dallas, Texas, Dewan Bennett Counseling. He believes that the key to mental and behavioral success is the ability to master self-awareness and emotional control. You can find Dewan on Instagram at d.bennett underscore counseling. That's d.bennett underscore counseling. And That's two N's and two T's, B E N N E T T, or on his website at dbennettcounseling.com. We're talking about working from home and depression. So, Dewan, does working from home cause depression?
3: So, Bern, I probably uh, wouldn't be doing it justice justice if I just said that working from home causes depression. I think what you can say, though, that is a person already suffers from chronic, chronic depressive disorder, or what we like to call a uh, persistent depressive disorder, um, that person is less more likely to experience more depressive symptoms because it, it will tend to exacerbate if you already are a depressed person it's in the same way that if you yeah. already have anxiety, working from home can make you more anxious. So I'm not going to say there's, there's a natural necessary cause effects, effect aspect to working mm-hmm. from home. But I think if you work from home and you're already kind of depressed and you are boardingly, I uh, have borderline depressive disorder, uh, uh, behaviors, you'll start to be more depressed yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think for a lot of people, I know for me personally, it was very shocking to all of a sudden, you know, go to the, st- uh, from going to the studio every day for years, uh, you know, years. And then all of a sudden had to build a studio at home and then do the show from home. And by myself, it was like, oh my gosh. And it was pretty overwhelming. I think a lot of people though, no matter what their job was, kind of felt that way Yeah, Right. It's like being yanked by the neck, like, Whoa! Right. <laughs> I,
3: would, I would agree. I mean, I think about it. We we struggle with adjustment and change. And one of the biggest changes as a result of the pandemic, you know, we were dealing with the loss of loved ones, the loss of our, our sense of, uh, of security and things of that nature. But we also lost our routines. And I think mm-hmm. that for some people, they're not aware of if you think about it, you know, you're an introvert. Uh, you probably have had some chronic depression uh, or chronic depression disorder, which means you kind of had depression throughout your life. You just periods of time where you had depression um you got a lot of your socialization from getting up every day going to work you had to get up you had to bathe yourself you had to put on you know make sure you groomed yourself makeup do your hair you had to get up you had to feel good and you had to go out and you had to interact and yes it may have been draining at the end of that day interacting with your colleagues but you had to get up and you had to go out Mm -hmm. and talk with people well now if you remove all that and you're just home. And you are not a very social person. You are increasing that feeling of isolation and loneliness, and things of that nature that mm-hmm. can really exacerbate and bring on depression symptoms. I yeah, understand
2: well- that. I am I am an extrovert. If you look up extrovert in the dictionary, they have a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> that was an enormous change for me. It was it yeah. was very hard. I mean, I mm-hmm. got I got let go from my heart um, on uh, January fourteenth, twenty twenty. So there was that, and mm-hmm. then less than a month later. COVID hit, and then I had to not only have the job to go out to, but then kind of start looking at people like they were poisoned? Yeah, that that was crazy. killed me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then, I mean, it was for Marie, too. It was a lot of change. She was used to going, you know, we would all meet up at the studio at iHeart, and then she was stuck at home because we couldn't be near one another. We At first, we were really, you know, kind of freaked out because everybody was like, what do you do? You know, what, what are you supposed to do? Everybody stay tuned to the next day's news uh, and instructions about how we're all handling this. It was a, a lot of change, and so how did it make you feel, Marie?
1: It was working from home. Can't is, hear you. Working from home is uh there you go. hard i think i mean at first i thought it was going to be great because you know you don't have the commute you don't have you can get so much more done and everything but i mean essentially i was getting out of bed going to the table and starting to work Yeah. and yeah. uh you just kind of lose your like you said structure yeah you
0: know well and I can tell you from an employee or excuse me an employer I was worried about productivity like I'm spending all this money on labor what the heck am I getting in return (laughs) for it you know and another
1: thing you do is like because you're home and you'll end up doing some laundry or something like that but then you end up working non-stop because you don't have that cutoff. Mm -hmm, you know you mm -hmm. could just work all day long yeah so yeah.
3: Marine, Ma- 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 i think that's probably one of the keys to it is right you kind you know to a certain degree when when everyone has started to first work from home they were very appreciative of it oh look at my company they're allowing us to stay home from work they you know we don't want to get they don't want us to get sick they want us to be able to take care of ourselves and be around our families so we're very appreciative of that so by me showing my appreciation i'm going to be available when they need me Mm-hmm. I'm going to rep- reply to emails at 11 o'clock at night. I'm going to log in as soon as I wake up at 6 in the morning. We People started to increase their availability. And again, like Marie said, they're working from their kitchen tables at mm-hmm. home. It made it made everything surrounding work. It made their home and work. It blended their home life and work life in a way that and previously there were boundaries that were put in place right. that allowed them to lock out or clock mm-hmm. out. I clocked out when I left the building, and I clocked in when I reached the building, and now that was removed. So, yes, it was, it was a big struggle.
0: Yeah, and here, too, you know, uh, I basically walk, well, half of my house now is now a radio studio. There's books everywhere. We go from one production place to another. And, but, but, you know, and it is. It's kind of hard and I, it, to, to separate yourself from it, right, to say, okay, work is over. Now life begins, you know, or uh, life outside of work begins. It's hard to define that line sometimes if you're working from home.
3: I, I would agree. And another thing to burn, um, that, that, that people kind of forget about it is, you know, you had certain routines that helped. Okay. You left from home, I mean, from work and you would probably stop, you know, for yoga or you would stop and get your favorite, you know, smoothie, or you mm-hmm. had that scene that you kind of looked forward to maybe that 30 minute car ride where you listened to yeah. music or you talked on the phone to a friend there was a disconnect or a, a, a gap uh, we like to say between home and work where you were able to kind of wind down and relax well now as soon as you log off your kids are there waiting on you yeah your spouse is waiting on you there's mm-hmm. people that are automatically waiting on you you kind of don't have that escape so all those factors play role. Well. i remember when we used to be in the studio and you know i would come in i would get there at about 11 30 i would go downstairs I would order me a cheesecake in you guys' cafe. I mean, not cheesecake, mm-hmm. a, a, a grilled cheese sandwich in the cafe that you guys... <laughs> I didn't know uh, that. from the
0: Gold Rush Cafe. Ah, yeah, the Gold Rush, yeah.
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would, I would get me a water, and I would get me a, 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 a sandwich, and then I would just kind of wait until I uh, go upstairs and wait until you guys brought me back. You know, that kind of routine, it kind of got you ready for the show. Yeah. It got you ready to go, and I can imagine for you... You had a routine for years that you engaged in preparing for the show when you had to drastically change it.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot a of, lot. Of, you have to be um versatile though and uh ready for change, I think in your life. That's how you you've you fight anxiety and depression. You al- almost have to embrace change, right? In order to uh combat those two things because I think everybody gets anxious and depressed over a lot of different things and certainly there's more now I think to be anxious and depressed on uh, than there were 3 years ago, but um but yeah, I think that yeah, we all suffer from it a little bit, right? Don't you
3: think? We, we do. We do. We all have it. I mean, we're people. We, we No matter who you are, I tell people, yes, I'm a therapist, but I'm a human too. I have my moments. Mm-hmm. And I think regardless, I think this situation has really affected people in a way. Now, granted, there are some people, burned who do phenomenal working from home. Mm-hmm. And I think what we have to realize is too much of anything is probably not good. We need balance in life. I think people going into work every single day, dealing with the, the maybe toxic culture within a work environment, you know, dealing with some of the personalities, I think that can be hard. But I also think staying home every single day, never going into the office, that can really harm you as well, because there are so many things that you lose when you're not stepping into that office.
0: Yeah, I'm like Jerry. I um, very much feed off connections of other people. And although I do uh, I do love alone time and I embrace it and enjoy it, I'm very much uh, a social person as well. And so I think it was hard for so many people. And so, you know, um, what are some other effects of, of working from home that we didn't cover?
3: I think one of the key ones that people uh, are, are thinking about is, I mean, you know, the weakened relationships that you have, I tell mm. young people when you go to college, you just don't go to college and go to class. You develop relationships, you, de- you find mentors, you grow, and you use that network to propel you throughout your life. Well, it's supposed to prepare you so when you get to work and you're in a corporate world, you're engaged with your colleagues. Most people don't realize that post-college, one of the places where you start to build most of your lifelong friendships is work. So most of, if you look around in your, you know, later age in life, a lot of the relationships that you have built, like a lot of times come from your colleagues, people you mm-hmm. work with. Your ability to promote and grow within your career has been because, hey, you had access to your bosses. Well, now the only time you have access to your bosses if you guys are on a call together. You can't just pop in their office anymore. Right. And talk to them. I think it's, it's created a lot of more burnout. People are, again, overworking. You know, there were a point where, again, 40 hours, 42 hours, you're out of there. People are now working 50 hours, about 60 hours. And they're not doing other things outside of work. So they're not, you know, going to the gym or, you know, going for walks. They're not doing anything outside of work. They wake up, they start working, they log off from work, and they prepare for sleep. And yeah. I think those, all those are serious problems.
0: Yeah, and I, I think working out is a huge component of fighting depression and anxiety. I had a talk with someone just this morning about it. You know, uh, you don't realize that when you've got a fit body, you've got a fit mind. Would you agree with that, Dewan, the the, the the power of uh, exercise to fight depression?
3: Oh, 100%, right? You know, we, we're we always talking about those hormones that we get from working out, and I think that working out does help a lot. You feel good, and if you're if you a morning workout person, you know, I I give props to my wife, you know, she'll wake up at 6 a.m. and just kind of start working out, even though she may not have to log in or work early. You know, when you can start your day working out, one, you feel like you started your day with a task completed. So I've already started with something done. I've already mm-hmm. got to right. work out in. I feel good. Uh, the adrenaline is going in my body. You know, uh, everything is I, I feel tight. And I look good, right, too. I look good because I'm sweaty. I feel good about what I'm doing. It just gives me a sense of energy. And motivation, and I think it's a very healthy routine to have. Yeah,
0: you're making me think of James Brown. Get up off of that thing and shake till you feel better. (laughs) There's another song too by James Brown. (laughs) I love that song. Oh my gosh, I love my hip hop. I just love, I just love James Brown. Maybe you can pull up a James Brown song while we go into break. How about that, Jerry, Mister Magician? You got one there?
2: I'm already looking.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love James Brown. Yeah, but it is. It's true. You know, you got to get up off of that thing and shake till you feel better. It's a simple message. And I, and there's lots of science to back it up. It's not just an opinion. It really does fight depression and anxiety because I feel like it, it just empowers you, right? You're doing something that maybe you don't really want to do. And some people love to exercise, uh, me being one of them. But sometimes even I struggle with the motivation of getting started. I tend to procrastinate sometimes before I get my workout in because I get diverted by you know this puppy or that puppy or something you know but uh, got any James Brown?
3: <laughs> I I, 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 am, I am with you I, I I'm a procrastinator with the working out too I try to get it in as much it helps um, with us having a Peloton and things of that in the home I can kind of do something when I can't make it to the gym but I burn you said it perfectly get up off of that thing and dance till you feel better
0: That's the realities
3: right. of that is the more active you are in life. The more you get up and you go places and do things, the better you're going to feel. Maybe that helps combat burnout and, and, and depression from work when you're active. I think people who are super active, they're probably good candidates for working from home because they go to the gym, they go to the grocery store, they go to yoga and all that. Well, unfortunately, as a result of COVID, I have clients who they, they haven't left their house for a whole week. They get their groceries delivered. They get their food delivered. They have no reason to have to leave the home. And what that ends up doing is it, it, it limits your ability to reach your full potential, but it also puts you in a box where you really start mm-hmm. to put all your eggs in the, in, in the work basket and you're not going out and thriving and developing social relationships and friendships and hobbies and things of that nature. Yeah. Guess what I, I found.
0: Would you, do you find it from the very beginning where he screams like, Yeah! Yes! Woo! good." I'm dancing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm back. I Work out during the break. I'm back. I'm <laughs> she wrong. is dancing. I'm <laughs> back. I bet she I'm is. Back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Follow us on social media at One Life Radio
0: crazy water's benefits have a history that runs deep. The legend is that in 1881, a woman who suffered from dementia would sit by the well and drink the mineral water all day long. People began to notice that the woman was not so crazy anymore. Had the well gotten rid of her crazies? The well became known as the crazy well and people from all over flocked to this magical place. Back in 1904, the famous Mineral Water Company began bottling and distributing its mineral water. The benefits of these minerals all feed your body and mind what it craves. It's a natural sports drink without all the disruptive artificial flavors and sugars. You can find Crazy Water by visiting their website, drinkcrazywater.com. That's drinkcrazywater.com.
2: Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. CONTAGIOUSLY POSITIVE.
3: ONE LIFE RADIO IS BACK.
0: ALL RIGHT. ANOTHER GREAT SONG. Maybe we'll just dance through the whole, the whole rest of the hour. Everyone, welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Dewan Bennett. We are continuing our live broadcast here from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Uh, Dewan Bennett is a licensed professional counselor with two master's degrees and over 14 years of counseling experience. He currently has his own practice, Dewan Bennett Counseling, here in Dallas, Texas. He he believes that the key to mental and behavioral success is the ability to master self awareness and emotional control. You can find Dewan on Instagram at D. Bennett underscore counseling. That's D. Bennett underscore counseling, two N's and two Ts, or his website, dBennett We're talking about working from home and depression. So um, what are some of the benefits, DeWan, of working from home?
3: there are several benefits. I think that, you know, one, I think. The- people are saving money. I think, you know, you think about gas prices, you think about the commute. Um, For people who have to take the toll way to work, I mean, they're saving hundreds of dollars a month by not having to um, drive into the office. I think flexibility. I think people are now able to wake up every day and take their kids to school, Mm -hmm. uh, pick their kids up. Um, I think people are able to go to their doctor's appointments without having to miss a whole day of work or take their kids to doctor's appointments. I think the feeling for parents You know, feeling good that if there is an emergency at school um, with your kid, you know, you're five, 10 minutes away. I know for us, my wife and I, the fact that, you know, my son has food allergies and we've talked about his allergies.
0: Although,
3: you know, the school does a phenomenal job. It's a good feeling to know that one of us is, you know, 10 minutes away from the school anytime Mm -hmm. someone calls. So Mm -hmm. I think those, you know, aspects are good. I think geographic flexibility, when you think about it, hey, you can have a job where you work for a big, large company in Dallas, but you can live in in Idaho. Yeah. You can live closer to your family. You can move back to where family is and live closer to your family. I think that flexibility and your ability to work for a company located in one place but live totally somewhere else allows you to not have to pay the expensive prices to live in the Mm -hmm. metro. You know, Mm -hmm. you can live out, you know, in in the country, in the farm, or you can have a, you know, a, a, a big house with a lot of land like Bird has. (laughs) <laughs> right. You can, you can you can you can do all those things. So I think there are several um, endless advantages to to working from home for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of disadvantages from having a big piece of land, <laughs> in a big house. It's a lot to keep up with, a lot of pressure. But you know, I do my best to make the best of it, and I'm very, I have such gratitude. You know, that's one of the things that every morning when I get up and I go through my list of gratitude that uh, gratitudes. That's one of the things that I'm thankful for. I am that I have this beautiful piece of property and all the birds and the squirrels. Marie and I yesterday were out looking. Uh, we were working from here, from the house, you know, and looking out the kitchen window, and there were some of the most amazing, beautiful birds. One of them was almost like a the color of a pair of blue jeans with like a purple tint to it or something. I don't know. It was like a, it was so it pretty. was the most beautiful. And there's baby bluebirds and baby cardinals and just, oh, my gosh, you know, and you so a
2: wildlife uh, preserve going on I, there.
0: I do. I do. And I really respect the environment and animals so much. And so it's a good way for me to exercise that daily. But I do have a lot of gratitude for it. But uh, but there are some benefits from working from home. I could see that, you know, Um, I know when uh, when I got to see my daughter more during that whole period, right before she went off to college, her her last couple of years at home in high school, I got to spend so much more time with her. And I treasure absolutely treasure those months and years that I had to do that. Right. And that's a that's a good thing.
3: Those moments, right that those priceless moments of being able to be in, engaged with family. I mean you know for in most jobs if there's you know that extra level of flexibility, you know for Christmas break or Thanksgiving break where in the past you you couldn't go see family because you needed to take off from work. You just take your laptop with you and you can go spend two mm-hmm. weeks in California or New York or wherever you know you want to during those breaks. you know you can do things with your kids for spring break and not worry about if you need PTO or things of that nature. So that's the benefit. And another benefit, Vern, that I probably can say that I've seen with some of my clients is their ability to, to kind of really go after their goals professionally. If you think mm. of somebody who, who, you know, they're in cybersecurity and they want to work for XYZ company. Now they don't have to just take jobs with companies that is, you know, geographically available to them. They can really say, Hey, you know, I, I want to work for this company. I want this opportunity. I have a lot of clients, Vern, that, um, you know, they're on work calls. And while they're on the work call, they're out walking. They'll put their AirPods in and put their phone on mute, and they'll just listen to So they're in a meeting while they're engaging in something healthy, while they're working out or, you know, they're taking a walk. So I think there are several benefits, but, but you have to be willing to maximize it. You have mm-hmm. to be willing to maximize it because I do think that, with all the benefits that are out there, I think the problem that, that, that we're seeing and why people are linking it to depression is that people are not taking advantage of those benefits in that way. They're mm-hmm. working from home, but not really maximizing the, the full advantage and the flexibility that's involved mm-hmm. in working from home.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that we need to, if, if, if that's the case, and you are suffering from isolation from, and, and depression, from you know, not being so social and interactive, you have to counter that somehow, right? You have, to, you have to put a plan in place to get yourself out of the house, to go to maybe join a gym so you see other people and work out at the same time. Okay. Implement some things in your, in, your, in your daily habits that get you out socializing with other people.
3: And it, okay. and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You can just take your laptop, and go work from Starbucks and people right. watch while you're right. while you're working, or get, get a yeah. we work or something like that, so you could be around some people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I did that last week. I did it not at Starbucks. I did it at at Merritt Coffee, and um, and I uh, oh my gosh, you guys, I had this homemade, <laughs> I had this homemade. What do you call what do you call those things that used to go in the toaster that you heat Bread? them up? no <laughs> pop tarts Pop tarts that are so oh. popular with men why do men love pop tarts well i'll tell you what this was a homemade pop tart and i'm telling you it was like crack it was so good it was so good i'm like what's in this thing It had to have lard in it or something i'll probably never get one again but oh my gosh was it good but uh you know but i got out of the house case in point point. and marie what were you gonna say
1: oh i just pulled up some uh general remote work statistics from zipia.com they said 66% of U.S. employees work remotely at least part-time. So uh-huh. I think maybe that's the answer. Yeah. is like not, you know, not being at home all the time, but having a little bit, you know, having that, Yeah, I guess, flexibility. Um, it says 68% of Americans would prefer to be fully remote. Um, and then 16% of companies are fully remote as opposed to 6% before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So yeah. it's
3: gone up a lot. And, and, and let's think about those numbers, right? And 68% of people would prefer to be remote. And that's great, right? Because I think it speaks to people recognizing what they feel is best for themselves. But there, there's, a, there's a reason why we have stop signs and stoplights and why we have to have seatbelts. There's right. a reason why we have to have car insurance. Sometimes you have to protect people from themselves. And I think mm-hmm. that it's it's easy, it's easy to to wake up every day and to just not have to put any effort into life, just kind of log into your computer, start your work day, and then check out. And that's 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 easy, but it limits you. It, 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 it keeps you sometimes figuring out who you are, what you really mm-hmm. want. We, we, life is about me search, me search. That's me searching myself, not researching the next clothing product or the next, The next job, it's learning myself, and I learn myself by stepping outside my comfort zone. And I think if you give people an option to do things that are comfortable for them, they will always choose comfort. And so, yes, I agree, Marie. I think a balance of, hey, you have to come in. There are some companies, um, I know Fidelity particularly does this, where they make people come in for a full week once a month. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. You have other companies. um, I know uh, Meta has. Uh, their Facebook, they have their thing where they say, "Hey, you come in one or two times a week. You can you can come in whatever days you want to." I think having that's what they do here like I heard. People have to come in. Oh, okay, I like that coming in one or two days a week. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. it sometimes helps people get out of their own way. It helps people protect themselves in a way that if people didn't have to wear seatbelts, they wouldn't, and we'll have a lot more, yeah, a lot more more problems.
0: Well, and it keeps you in the real world. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, because it, it is a, you know competition breeds success that's all that's one of my favorite but not too much competition healthy competition but you do have to get out there and see wh- who you're competing against right get out of your house drive your right. car see right what were you going to say go ahead
2: no i was agreeing with you oh you were agreeing shock with me. yeah um <laughs> uh, oh, there, do- there there are people here even that opt to come in Every day. There are some mm-hmm. folks that are in here Monday through Friday every day. Yeah. Despite the fact that they don't really have to be.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to start going in studio. We talk about it all the time. We haven't done it yet. Jerry, I haven't seen you face to face in what, three years? Something like that. Long time. Three years. Well, since you, yeah. 3 It's been over three years. Over three years, actually. Yeah. yeah. Used to see Jerry in the hall.
3: <laughs> Wasn't really anything <laughs> to see. It's, yeah. well, well, when everybody goes back to the studio, just let, just know, I'll, yeah. Be there, right? I, you know what? I'll, yeah.
2: I would love to have you yeah. in studio. You, yeah,
0: you know what? We're going to do that the next time. That's okay, deal. Okay, we're putting it down on the books right now. The next time that you're on the air with us, which is in four weeks, we will do it at iHeartMedia Studios. Sound like a plan, Dewan?
3: Sounds like a plan. I'll be there. I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'll, I'm like the, I'm, I'm like the person that's waiting for the new iPhone to drop. I'll be in line outside <laughs> <forward> <laughs> the building to open up. <laughs> and there's, you no to a, <laughs> there's no place to get a
2: There's no place. I was about to say. There's no place to get a grilled cheese right now. Yeah, yeah unfortunately.
0: Oh. Uh-oh. There's not enough people oh, okay. in the building
2: for them to be able to support that. So,
0: damn it, Jim. All right. All right. But we well, do
2: have a semi-regularly <laughs> filled snack machine. Semi-regular
0: yeah. Or how about the I pack machine a picnic? snack is empty. What was it? I'll pack a picnic and I'll make grilled cheese right before I leave the leave the house. How about that? You're going a put
2: picnic a, in the studio. I'll put it. a picnic. Yeah, sanitize Absolutely. this thing. <laughs>
3: see, see, <you> <laughs> Bern, you sandwich to, maker. Burn. used to spoil us, right? We used to do little burn bars and yep. used to get all the snacks and stuff like that. I'm trying stuff that I've never heard of before and it to be good. <laughs> like, yeah. it, I, you know, I I, I I miss that. But again, I understand we have to do what what's safe for us and we have to be responsible. Uh, with COVID and all that. So I I definitely understand it. I don't want people to think that I, because I, when it comes to working from home, I think it's an individual thing. And I think individually, you have to be able to be honest about what's good for you. There are some Mm -hmm. people, again, that working from home, is phenomenal. It's it's great. It's life-changing for them. It's allowed them to take care of their health, be more involved with their family, chase their career ambitions, uh, be flexible in where they live. But I also think that there are some people that, Working from home has only made things more difficult for them. I yeah. have some clients, guys, that, you know, you know. I, I spent a year. Hey, you should probably go back to the office. You should probably go back to the office. And they just struggled for that whole year. And when they finally went back to the office, they were super resistant. They didn't want to go. They actually started to feel better. Yeah. They, they, they started to feel better because the power of socialization again the biggest combatant to depression is socialization mm-hmm. we have to get out and be around people and be around energy life is around energy and if there's nothing happening around you there's there's no good energy but when you can get around some some colleagues some friends you know that colleague that you look forward to going to work mm-hmm. to see because you guys are going to joke and gossip and you're going to talk about tony <laughs> and how tony how tony's <laughs> clothes are never matching and his clothes are too big and and how Lisa always has a booger in her nose anytime she's talking to people, you know, and Jason's breath is stinky, right? You, you get to have those moments where you can relate. We can relate with each other and we can laugh and we can joke and we can make this work environment pleasant. Working yeah. from home for some people has has taken that away from them in a yeah. way that they wasn't able to create that for themselves in their own lives. So their work environment created that for them. But they haven't been able to mimic that in their own lives
0: yeah well we're going to continue this discussion we're going to go to break stay tuned everyone more coming up with dewan bennett you are listening to one life radio
3: you're listening to one life radio make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com
0: in today's environment books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge children's health defense publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences often at the expense of their careers here are the latest must reads in the fight for truth the courage to face covid 19 preventing hospitalization and death while battling the biopharmaceutical complex by true crime writer John Leake and prominent research cardiologist, Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, the epidemic of sudden deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock fund manager, Ed Dowd. Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com and listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense, for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) We all need to sing this one.
0: Sugar (laughs) Oh, honey, 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 you are my candy, candy girl, and you've got me, me wanting you. I love that song. <laughs> From the Bee Movie, the Archie's. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to talk. Candy girl. No know, the,
2: the, the, the
0: is is Yes. The love is love you. I just can't believe, believe it's, true.
2: it's true. I just can't believe the wonder of this feeling too. I just can't
0: believe it's true. Believe it's true. Or true, it's you. <laughs> <should've got laughs> oh, my God. How much fun is this? I All I right. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> <fun> <laughs> we may have an here. We should take the show on the I know. I feel like we're Donnie and Marie or something. Is that the Archie's you you
1: was? I want to know who it is. Was that the, who, is it the
0: Archie? Yeah, this is the Archie's. Yep. Yes. The Archie's. Oh, okay. The Archie's. They had a, I used to love reading the cartoons. You know, the comic books when I was a kid, uh, Betty and Veronica and oh, the Archie's. Oh, I did too. Yeah. I used to, my dad used to sell them at the grocery, at our little grocery store. So I used to go up on top of the freezer and watch for shoplifters and bring comic books with me and leave a little hole through the tampon or and, and Kotex boxes so I could peek at <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Make sure I was I was surveillance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, we did have shoplifters, you know. You get, you get that. We had a lot of kids that used to come in, and uh, anyway, I don't. All these crazy memories. I had such a. I had a really wonderful childhood, though. Even though there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of bad things too. You know, I had a brother that was severely mentally ill, and it was very, very difficult growing up with that in a in a small town. But I choose to. I remember all the beautiful, fun times, and that's a good trade, isn't it, Dewan Bennett?
3: <laughs> yes, yeah. fun times. Remembering things, being grateful, being appreciative—I yeah. yeah. I, I think is, is is key. Waking up every day, acknowledging one that you woke up—I think that's extremely important. But two, what are the other things in life that are going good for you? I, you know, I, I've done this for years. I I try to wake up and I try to acknowledge the things in my life that are going really, really good, and mm-hmm. I, I try to try to be appreciative of those because I think it when things aren't going. As well, I can look back now that doesn't work for everybody, and, you know, and yeah. I understand that. But I think trying to figure out how to be more grateful and more positive about yourself can, can be helpful.
0: No, absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. And I think it's 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 talk about depression. I mean, that's one of the things that they say fights depression, having gratitude for what you do have. And don't be one of those people that complains. I mean, I I remember when I uh, one of the first pizza places, it was store number two or in the early years of Pizza Patron. And there was this one employee and he always complained about coming in, complain, complain, rolling his eyes at me. I've talked about him on the air before. Good kid, except that he was such a complainer. He was so damn negative. It used to drive me nuts. And so anyway, anyway but i used to tell him i said you know there are kids out there in wheelchairs that would be that would love the opportunity to walk in here with both feet and pick up those big bags of flour and move them and unload the truck and you should be so thankful that you have that capability to do that so quit your complaining you know <laughs> that's what i would say to him
1: <laughs> did um, it help
0: yeah it did i had to end, he's the guy i had to end, end up firing cuz he rolled in, in his eyes at me one time too many in the middle of a shift on a Friday night, and that's our busiest night. Don't, yes, don't do do uh, that to Burn. Yeah, I mean, he was just so he was just disrespectful, and he got away with that crap because his mother must have put up with it. But I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, dude, you know what? You're not rolling your eyes at me or anyone for I that matter. Your mama. Yeah, I'm not your mommy, and I'm not, you're not getting away with that, and he did, it on, he did it in the middle of a Friday night rush, and I'm like, dude, get your, you know what, and get out of here. You're fired. I'm not working with you another minute, and I had a million pounds of pressure taken off my shoulders because being an employer is really, really difficult. We're talking about working from home in depression. I have to tell you, from the employer side of it, it is really difficult to deal with employees that have a bad attitude, and I do feel, you know, because in this article that we're, that we're referencing, it talks about how you should hold your employer accountable. I disagree. I don't know how you feel about it, Dewan, but I think that it's your own responsibility, not only for your employer, but for your family and for your life to keep yourself healthy and to keep yourself happy so that you don't drag everyone around you down. What do you think? Am I being too much of a hard, <laughs> so when, you know what?
3: So when you put it that way, it's hard to argue against it. So yes, I think that any growth, any development, any problem starts with you and it ends with you, right? right. So I think that before you hold anyone else accountable, you have to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. I do though think that companies have a responsibility to ensure that they have an environment that is supportive of people who need to take PTO or yes. 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 or there. or paternity leave or things of that nature. I think companies should in their structure make sure that people feel okay with taking that time off that's mm-hmm. that's allocated to them, that's part of their, you know, part of their package. So they can go. But I do think the problem starts with you. you. We are our biggest supporter, but we're also our biggest enemy.
0: Well, and I think with small business, you know, you got to you always have to have a backup for typically every employee you have, Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. especially in a small operation. You don't really have that. And so it can be very um, taxing on you financially to, you know, and so you 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 depend on your people as you should. And and you shouldn't stay in a job where you're not being appreciated or it's not a good work environment or you're being underpaid. And, you know, uh, and, and, you know, uh, yeah. I know, I knew you were going to say something, Jerry. Because radio and television are, are notorious for underpaying their people. They just really are, um, because it, the big, the bigger the company, they're not worried about the employees as much as they are the shareholders, right? Exactly.
3: And, that's part of that's part of the problem, right? And so yeah. sometimes it's like we skip a whole step. We go from. We go from the shareholders straight to the consumers, and we forget the people in the middle—the employees. Right. I think That's... if we, I think if you're in a low-paying job and you're in a small company that doesn't have a lot of flexibility, if they treat you well and they make you feel like family and they're considerate and they're understanding, and you can talk to them that I think it makes up for, right? We can be Mm -hmm. compensated in many different ways. It's not always about money. It's not always about time off. Sometimes if you're just a good person to me, that can go a long way in my willingness to come and show up for you every day.
0: Yeah, I agree. And when you have that attitude, good things can happen. Wonderful things can happen, you know? Uh, Growth uh, and, and success takes time. It's one day at a time based on good habits and the music is playing. I hate to wrap this up, but I must Dewan Bennett, love you, man. Can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to it. I
3: forward to it. Well, I am too. All all right. have a great one.
0: Yeah, you too. All right, Bye. everyone. Dewan Bennett, thanks, Marie. Early there on the on the sidelines. <laughs> we all right. We're, I'm, I'm gonna You're wrap well. this up. <laughs> oh. You want to wrap it up? You want to do it, Marie? Go ahead.
1: You get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. Get out there today and make the most of it. All right.
0: Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. Dancing. <laughs>